0: On today's Ryan and Rush show, we're talking about the history of the backyard brawl and discussing some of our favorite West Virginia games. But before we do that, please subscribe to the Ryan and Russ show. But don't take our word for it. Take Coach Nealon's. Hi, this is Coach Don Nealon, and you're watching the Ryan and Rush show. Please subscribe. <laughs> And we welcome you in to another edition of the Ryan and Rush Show, your source for West Virginia sports. Ryan, we're only four days out from the backyard brawl here in Morgantown, the first time since 2011. What are you looking forward to the most coming up from this year's brawl?
1: Oh, man, where to start with this game? I think it's uh, everybody's had this one circled ever since the the schedule came out, the dates came out, the announcement that this was going to be a primetime game. I think mainly for me, and I think Neil Brown kind of talked about this and uh and other guys have talked about this being able to get a night game back in Morgantown, an ABC Saturday night spotlight game. I think people have forgotten how good this West Virginia football brand is, mm-hmm. and to get in and I saw the clip of uh when lSU came to town and what was it twenty twenty eleven I think was the last time we really had that premier ABC slot and i I just think this place is gonna be on fire on Saturday night and people are going to remember how good these crowds were for these backyard brawl games. Cause we haven't had this since 2011 and we'll get, we'll touch on some old games, but I can't wait to see this environment and uh, this fan base on Saturday night when uh pit comes to town.
0: It's going to be great. And for the rest of this week's shows tomorrow, we're going to be having learning more about this pit team. We actually have a respectable uh fan and a friend of ours, Noah B. Nick, He'll be on. He did a baseball episode with us in the spring. He's a great guy. So try not to give him too much trouble. And then of course we'll go over the X's and O's and the keys to victory on Thursday and how we will uh beat the Pitt Panthers. But let's 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 take a little walk down memory lane, Ryan, and and discuss kind of the history of the good old backyard brawl. Um the first meeting between these two schools was uh October 26, 1895. There's been 105 meetings. Unfortunately, Pitt leads the 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 rivalry 62, 40 to 3. I guess there were three ties in there. Uh just give just give it 25 more years, and West Virginia will be back on top. So we're not worried about it. West Virginia will be back up on top in our lifetime, Ryan. So so all good there. Uh the longest pitch streak is actually 15 games from 29 to 46, but hey, that's so long ago. It doesn't even count. The longest West Virginia streak was five games, and that was under Coach Don Nealon from 92 to 96. The last 10 games, West Virginia is six and four over the Pitt Panthers. And what's funny about this rivalry and just how much these schools really hate each other, we can't really get our color schemes right. We literally, maybe not literally, we have the same colors. But it's which one's gold and blue, which one's blue and gold. I guess it officially came out this week, Ryan, that West Virginia is old gold and blue, and Pitt is blue and gold. And then Pitt went on to tweet a gold heart before a blue heart. But colors aside, there is a football game to be played, but that's how much we hate each other. We can't even get our colors right as schools because we just just hate each other.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll put it right out there. I hate Pitt. <laughs> there's, no, there's no secret about it. You follow me on social media. I can't stand Pitt and I'm sure they no. can't stand any of us and that's good. So that's why we're going to kick it off on Saturday night. Just a quick stat. I, I know we haven't played this game other than last year for last decade. Probably is a good thing for Pitt's sake because mm-hmm. we've won 13 out of the last 20 since we've been alive. We've we've had the upper hand in, in recent memory. Obviously, we've had a couple Losses I think we would all like to forget, and everybody Mm -hmm. knows exactly which one I'm talking about, and we're not going to talk about that on this episode Mm -hmm. because we're diving into the West Virginia wins. But, um, yeah, no, we've, we've had the upper hand. We've been the better program for the last two decades, but that doesn't mean anything on Saturday night. All that matters is both teams are one and one. Both teams really need a win. Pitt's coming off a bad loss. Uh, starting quarterback's not very happy, I guess, with the zone fan base that was building him. So wait till he gets the ovation. He's going to get a Morgantown. If he's bothered by that, then uh, he, he's in for quite a treat with that environment that's going to be there on Saturday. But we need a win. Neil Brown needs a win. So that's really what matters on Saturday. But of course, this is a uh, show for the fans, and our fan base loves the. Uh, go back and remember the good old days of the Backyard Brawl and some of the favorite games that we've had. And we we broke down the top 10 in and, and no form or fashion order. Uh, I think you could – Well, it depends. is in
0: chronological order.
1: It, it, well, that's the order, but <laughs> we didn't power rank it 1 to 10. Honestly, Rush, let's throw it back on the fans. I let's think you it. guys tweeted us, get in the chat. You guys rank it 1 to 10. What's your top Backyard Brawl memory? Because I think it's different from everybody. It matters where you were in your life. Some of these games – Uh, Let's be honest, I got 1952 right here on the board. Uh, I wasn't born during 1952, so uh, and and Rush, I'll let you kick it Mm -hmm. off because we weren't born in the first one that we have on our list either.
0: No, we weren't, and I but I do think it's important to make note of how we're able to see this game coming up this weekend, it's because of these games in 52 or 95, and that's not 1995, that's (laughs) 95. And, and how that blad, bad blood was originally created so that we can have this backyard brawl here coming up. And even come up, come up, from a personal note on my end, I had a little business to do. That's why I'm out of town, away from the home studio. I'll be back there tomorrow. But I made sure to take care of my business earlier this week because I knew I needed to be in Morgantown by Wednesday through the re- what rest of this week uh, to get ready for, for this backyard brawl. So let's start it off, Ryan. 1895 was the first time. West Virginia University played, and it wasn't even Pitt then. It was Western University of Pennsylvania, so they couldn't even get the name right back then. Uh, West Virginia won 8 nothing, and an actual kind of interesting fun fact about that year, only one of the games was played in Morgantown. I think one was in Wheeling, one was in Charleston, I think one was in Fairmont. So, uh, yeah, football had a little bit of a different look in, in 1895.
1: Yeah, Yes, it did, and you know, a fun fact is the next two meetings, West Virginia won 6 nothing and 6-5, to so football was officially football back then. Uh, for our second game on the list, I'll take it uh, a little bit more modern time, still way back in the day, I teased it, 1952, the first ever West Virginia win-over-ranked program, Pitt was ranked 18th, um, headed into that game, and the Mountaineers dominated 16 nothing. and that game was at Pitt, so... Uh, That's number two on our list of the Backyard Brawl Memories.
0: Next up on the list, getting closer and closer to today's time, Ryan, we got 1965. This is one of the largest scoring games in college football ever at that time. It was so high scoring that telecast operators were reaching out to the stadium, however they communicated back then, and like they were making sure that typos – and stuff wasn't happening. They kept coming in like news reporters being like, we're just making sure this is the real score, right? And they'd be like, yep, yeah, this is the real score. Uh West Virginia would end up to win that game 63 to 48. And I'll tell you what, Ryan, I would love to score 63 points here on coming up on Saturday.
1: Uh yeah, I I, I agree with you there. I mean, we, it's uh scoring 63 would be quite a memory. Next up on, uh, on the list, we got 1975, and I think so. this is when our, our fans that love watching the Ryan Rush Russ show will start remembering this game. This game was at Mountaineer Field. Bill mm-hmm. McKenzie with the walk-off 38-yard field goal to beat the number 20 Pitt Panthers, uh, kind of a back-and-forth low-scoring game, and we were able to knock it off, and, and there was a famous call from uh, broadcaster Jack Fleming, where he was uh, seen screaming uh, w- with Woody O'Hara on the game. So go back and watch that. That was one of the funnier calls in the history of West Virginia uh, football history. It's long enough, it's good, and the ball game is over. So that was the famous call, so make sure you go check out that. That is number uh, four on our top ten. Uh, next game,
0: 1983, a personal favorite of mine. Uh, two former guests of the Ryan and Rush show. Ryan uh Don Nealon gets his first win against Pitt uh Jeff Hostetler of course in at quarterback his son-in-law uh Hostetler at the end of the game did a nice 90 yards in the final two minutes they went on to go uh 24-21 and I remember when we were talking to Jeff um during our interview with him he said I because he started playing for us in 82 that's when they beat Oklahoma to, to start that season and he said that that lost to Pitt, man. I, he, he remembered that one to this day and that burned him. So he was more than happy to get him back down in 1983. And like we said, Hey, that was, that was a great win for coach Nealon at the time as he was starting to really real bit, rebuild West Virginia and put a name behind, put a brand behind the football team. And this is one of the wins that really propelled uh, Don Nealon and really helped him out in his era.
1: Yeah. And, uh You mentioned it when we interviewed Don Nealon in the summer. That was one of the famous games he talked about. Another game he talked about was in uh, 1994. I think they nicknamed this the mother-loving backyard brawl. They did. Mountaineers got off to a 31-6 lead and uh, ended up trailing at one point, late 41-40. But with the late touchdown uh, from uh, Chad Johnson over to Zach Abraham, they were able to uh, take the lead and and go on to beat the Pitt Panthers, 47-41. Over 900 yards of offense in this game, 88 <laughs> points. So this finally uh, turns into the era where uh, we were born. So now we're starting to remember some of these games. Well, yeah. I don't know if we remember them yet, but – it's it, well, I mean, coming. they're coming yeah
0: we were we were a year old but yeah. but the you know we were both born in 93 the undefeated season we were a year old a year later so you had the 94 games. so a bit of that Ryan and Rush luck started started going its way into Morgantown um kind of bringing it in to this millennium 2002 uh Rashid Marshall played who was it it was Rod Rutherford they were rivals actually cuz Rashid Marshall was from Uh, the city of Pittsburgh, and these guys hated each other in high school. So can you only imagine what it means to hate when you actually play each other in college as well? Uh, The Mountaineers, of course, would go on to win this game, and at that time, that was the biggest sellout in Pitt history. And shocker, Ryan, the biggest sellout since then was last year. It's funny how (laughs) Pitt sells out when they play West Virginia um, but the West Virginia fans are the ones that you can hear the most. I wonder, huh, how does yeah. that work, Ryan? That's funny.
1: Huh. Oh, they, they probably need us with uh, with their uh, ticket sales now that we're not in the same league. Uh, number eight on our list, 2006. I think everybody remembers this. Pitt's up 27-24 at half at Pitt, and Pat White and Steve Sladen are both still running. Uh, Pat White goes for 200 and 200. <laughs> Steve Sladen goes for 200 and 100. Um, the Mountaineers out, out the Pitt Panthers 373 to 30 in the second half. No, that's not a misprint. Um, that's, that's one of the historic games in this rivalry. Just that, that, that offense really being on display on a national stage and just completely dominating Pitt in the second half at Pitt. And it, those, uh, those fans went quiet that night, uh, but, but because of Pat White and Steve Slade. Always, always great
0: when the pit fans go quiet. And now we really start to get to kind of those last couple games before we get this rivalry going again. And hey, we got someone in the chat here, Planet Seventy Six Podcast. Favorite memory has gotten to be the Noel Divine, two thousand nine game, eighty eight yard TD run, Bitten game winner. The stadium was electric; you could feel it on TV. Close second And Pat, and Steve, it brought up the two thousand six as well. Absolutely. 2009 it's a great game, won 16-19, was that revenge game over number eight Pitt, Um, And was, this was actually one of the most watched games on ESPN2 of all time. So kind of, Ryan, before you get get to the last one coming up here in 20, yeah. 2011, this is why it feels when we were talking about conference realignment, felt so good to be on the right side of this because I know you'll get, you'll start touching on here on that one in a second, but one of the disgusting things of conference realignment and the side effects is you lose. This game never should have been lost and no. how it ever got lost is, is absolutely disgusting. You got, you got one of the most watched games. You you see the ratings for this game. I can, it's seven thirty ABC coming up here. Um, On this weekend So that says it's all for itself So whoever dropped the ball on that one And we kind of know who it was uh, Shame on them But I digress Turn it back over to you I guess to continue the rant If you want to continue the rant
1: Yeah and uh, so last but not least Definitely not the least um, 2011 and I think No matter your age This was an extra special one For me mm-hmm. I was a senior in high school I was coming to West Virginia University I was at the game it was my first and only backer at Brawl. It's also the last time they played the Brawl in Morgantown until Saturday when we're there. Um, but this one was special because Pitt was on the way to the ACC. Um, West Virginia was still somewhat in limbo. I mean, we, we, we didn't know that we were going to the Big 12 yet. There was a slim hope that we could still get to, uh, to, to the BCS and get to the Orange Bowl, but we had to win out. And we went down 10-0 against Pitt. Battle back, uh, the, the famous famous last play, Bruce Irvin with the sack, um, and it really was just a win that you could argue prolonged and put us in a position to get into Big Twelve. Because from there, we beat South Florida on the walk off mm-hmm. field goal to get into the BCS. Everybody in the world picked Clemson. We've seen the clips, and what did we do? We won seventy to thirty three. Like I said, Gino, Tavon, Steadman, they're still scoring that night um, down there in Miami, and you. And then the next, uh, next fall, we were in the Big 12. So you could really pinpoint that backyard brawl in a game where we had to run the table and get some help there in the last week with some scenarios. But it all started with beating Pitt, and we were down 10 early in that game. And really, 2011 was a special one for me because I was going to school there next year. And then for all the Mountaineer fans, it was a final brawl until we uh, square off with Pitt on Saturday night um, under the lights once more.
0: And I think one more thing we, we agree about the brawl. This should be played Thanksgiving weekend. This is, 100%. I know. I mean, it was cool that it kicked off the season last year, you know, week three this year, at least we're playing them. We're not complaining about that. But when, when uh, the big 12 poaches Pitt from the ACC, something that we're looking forward to so that we can be beating up, enjoying our leftover, uh, leftover Turkey and watching Pitt lose, man, that that's what this game needs to go back to. So Hey, at least, at least we got him playing again. We'll be playing him the next couple of years, and we, we definitely need to get that right. So, hey, Ryan, excited for, for, for the week ahead. Again, we have Noah Beanick on tomorrow. Believe it or not, a humble and nice pit guy that we're friends with. So <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll throw him some love, throw him some respect here from for West Virginia Nation. And then we'll, we'll really hit the game hard and break it down Thursday. Just as a reminder, again, the Ryan and Russ show is live Monday through Thursdays at five o'clock. Come join us for happy hour. Bring your cocktail with us, light up the comment section, and we'll be happy to talk with you. Um, and then we also go live Wednesday night uh, as part of the voice of college football, West Virginia Mountaineers live. So you'll see us there uh, tomorrow night as well. We love you all. We appreciate you all. Let's kick their butts. And, uh. Go Mountaineers. Let's go Mountaineers.